Our today's topic is coins of ancient India as source of Indian history. Coinage of India issued by imperial dynasties consisted mainly of copper and silver coins in its initial stage. What is known however is that metal currency was minted in India well before the Mauryan Empire and as radiocarbon dating indicates before the 5th century BCE. The practice of minted coins spread to the Indo-Gangetic plain from West Asia. These earliest Indian coins, however, are unlike those circulated in West Asia, were not disc-shaped but rather stamped bars of metal, suggesting that the innovation of stamped currency was added to a pre-existing form of token currency which had already been present in the Mahajanapada kingdoms of the Indian Iron Age. Mahajanapadas that minted their own coins included Gandhara, Kuntala, Kuru, Panchala, Shakya, Surasena and Surashtra. Punch-marked coins are a type of early coinage of India dating to between about the 6th and 2nd centuries BCE. The coins of this period were called Puranas, Karshapanas or Pona. Several of these coins had a single symbol, for example, Surashtro had a humped bull and Dokshin Panchala had a swastika. Others like Magadha had several symbols. These coins were made of silver of a standard weight but with an irregular shape. This was gained by cutting up silver bars and then making the correct weight by cutting the edges of the coin. The Mauryan coins were punch-marked with the royal standard to ascertain their authenticity. The Orthoshastra mentions minting of coins but also indicates that the violation of the imperial Mauryan standards by private enterprises may have been an offence. Cotillia also seemed to advocate a theory of bimetallism for coinage which involved the use of two metals, copper and silver. Ancient Indian coin from Takshila, India, dating back to the 304 to 232 BC, is one of the earliest style coins from ancient India. On the obverse, it has an elephant advancing right and on the reverse, a lion standing left with heel to left and swastika above. After the Mauryan period, the coin devices are Indian, but it is thought that this coin technology was introduced from the West, either from the Achaemenid Empire or from the neighboring Greco-Bactrian Kingdom. Coinage of Indo-Greek Kingdom 
began to increasingly influence coins from other regions of India by the 1st century BCE. By this time, a large number of tribes, dynasties and kingdoms began issuing their coins. Prakrit legends began to appear. The extensive coinage of the Kushana Empire, the time is 1st to 3rd centuries CE, continued to influence the coinage of the Guptas, time 320 to 550 CE, and the later rulers of Kashmir. During the early rise of Roman trade with India, up to 120 ships were setting sail every year from Mios Hormos to India. Gold coins used for this trade were apparently being recycled by the Kushana Empire for their own coinage. In the 1st century CE, the Roman writer Pliny the Elder complained about the vast sums of money leaving the Roman Empire for India. Large hordes of Roman coins have been found and especially in the busy maritime trading centers of South India. The South Indian kings reissued Roman-like coinage in their own name, either producing their own copies or defacing real ones in order to signify their sovereignty. Kanishka's copper coinage which came into the scene during 100 to 200 CE was of two types. One had the usual standing king obverse and on the rarer second type the king is sitting on a throne. At about the same time there was Huvishka's copper coinage which was more varied on the reverse as on Konishka's copper there was always one of the numerous deities on the obverse of the king was portrait riding on the elephant reclining on a couch seated cross-legged or seated with arms raised during the Indo-Scythians period, whose era begins from 200 BCE to 400 CE, a new kind of the coins of Shaka and Pallavas were very popular in circulation in various parts of the then India and parts of Central and Northern South Asia. After the conquest of Bactria by the Shakas in 135 BCE, there must have been considerable intercourse sometimes of a friendly, sometimes of a hostile character between them and the Parthians who occupied the neighboring territory. Mavis, whose coins were found only in Punjab, was the first king of what may be called the Ajas group of princes. His silver is not plentiful. The finest type is that with a vega or two-horsed chariot on the obverse. 
the only square aka silver coin known his most common copper coins with an elephant's head on the obverse and a caduceus or staff of the god hermes in the reverse are imitated from a round copper coin of demetrius if you see the coins of demetrius and the coins of Mavis, we can easily notice the similarity between these two. On another copper square coin, the Mavis, the king, is represented on horseback. This striking device is characteristic both of the Sokka and Pallava coinage. The Gupta Empire produced large numbers of gold coins depicting the Gupta kings performing various rituals as well as silver coins clearly influenced by those of the earlier western satrapas by chandragupta ii the splendid gold coinage of guptas with its many types and infinite varieties and its inscriptions in sanskrit are the finest examples of the purely indian art that we possess shamudragupta had coinage made of gold only there are almost seven different varieties of coins that appeared during his reign among which some are the imitations of the kushana coins out of them the archer type is the most common and characteristic type of the gupta dynasty coins which were struck by at least eight succeeding kings and was a standard type in the kingdom next are standard type ashwamedha type lyrist type battle ex type commemorative type of chandragupta 1 chandragupta the second introduced various coins for example archer type scepter type lion slayer type horseman type chhatra type coach type the silver coinage of guptas starts with the overthrow of the western satrapas by chandragupta the second kumaragupta and skandagupta continued with the old type of coins that is the gorura and the peacock types and also introduced some other new types the copper coinage was mostly confined to the era of chandragupta the second and was more original in design the gradual deterioration in design and execution of the gold coins and the disappearance of silver money bear ample evidence to their curtailed territory The percentage of gold in Indian coins under the reign of Gupta rulers showed a steady financial decline over the centuries as it decreases from 90% pure gold under Chandragupta the 1st to a mere 70 to 80% under Skandagupta. Coins help us to build up and reconstruct the history of the country in many ways. 
they give us the names of the kings who ruled at various times in different parts of the country in many cases the coins are the only information we have regarding the existence of certain kings without those coins the very existence of those kings would have remained unknown many a time the information from the coins can be used to corroborate the evidence from other sources such as puranas etc the coins also help us to fix up the chronology coins mention the year in which they are issued the existence of a large number of coins issued during the different years of the reign of a king helps us to fix the exact dates for the accession and the death of the king coins have helped us to fix the dates of shamudragupta the location of coins helps us to determine the extent of the territory of a king the discovery of a large number of roman coins in india confirms the fact that there was a brisk trade between india and the roman empire that also refers to the economic prosperity of india and the seagoing activities of its people the figures of the various kings appear on coins and from them we can have an idea regarding the headdress of those kings sometimes the hobbies or amusements of the rulers can also be known from a study of their coins coins give an indication of the prosperity or otherwise of the country if people have gold or silver coins they are likely to be prosperous the case is otherwise if they have copper coins alone or more of them than those of gold or silver sometimes the depreciation of coinage gives an indication that the country was passing through abnormal times during the huna invasion of india the gupta currency depreciated the symbols on the gupta coinage refer to their zeal for hinduism the coins give us genuine information regarding the history of ancient india as there is no possibility of their being tampered with coins were issued by the rulers and other authorities like strenies etc and there is no possibility of their being issued merely to deceive people the earliest coins of india have only figures devices or symbols and no legends sometimes the coins were cast in dice but very often symbols were punched on pieces of metals the symbols varied from time to time and were punched with a view to guarantee their genuineness and value on account of the absence of legends on them much information is not available in 1924 some coins were found at vimround near takshila these were also punch marked coins and dated as the contemporary to the nanda mauryan period 
very recently professor b n mukherjee's work titled numismatic art of india gives us valuable ideas about the artistic or aesthetic side of the designs of the coins so this is the end of our discussion subscribe our youtube channel and follow our official facebook page for any query feel free to mail us for details see the description